Hello, and welcome to another episode of Intrude Sound. In this episode, I'm going to be going over old loves. That's at a crucial juncture in my life. I've found new love, fallen in love, and uh, even though it's painful to move away from old love, it's maybe the right thing to do is just to remember the love that's been and I feel the love now strongly very strongly and I mean I just you know as this new love arrived I found myself just gently caressing them and even though I know they're hardy and you know they can withstand, you know they're strong, but I still just felt myself in such a weirdly vulnerable place that I just started caressing them. And I realized that's something I didn't do with former loves, and it's hard. It's hard to acknowledge that, but. It's also hard to kind of say the brutal truth, which is this love is better. It's just better. I love them more. I think I can do more with them. And But I've also loved the ones before, and I think, I think it's just, it's a beautiful thing to remember it and to commemorate the love that's been before. And the sounds we've experienced together. Maybe it's just best to go straight to the beginning. I mean, yeah, there might there might have been a few before, but you know, inconsequential. Nothing that was clear, and nothing that you could really hear properly. I think the first time I really started to to hear, and I mean, my first love maybe was the 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 mini disc. You know, that magnificent invention, the mini disc. I bought a mini disc at a kind of flea market in a bar in 2000. When was that? No, I'd had that mini disc for years, early 2000s, and I used it in the United States. I think I did my first radio show on them, on it. And it had this flimsy little Sony microphone, and I didn't even have a, a wind jammer for it, I think. And I just remember all a lot of the interviews were half ruined because there would be like this this extreme. <laughs> anyway, fond memories. Well, from the mini disc, it was the uh, Zoom. That was the next step up. So the Zoom H4n, and we had amazing times. We experienced so much together. We heard so much. We had goosebumps together. I mean, I heard so many stories and so many experiences from people all around the world through the Zoom H4N that, you know, there's a lot of love there. And it's an inanimate object, but what it created, what it recorded is, you know, these are the um, the jewels of my existence. And I'll cherish them forever and I'll try to keep them backed up forever and I'll never forget you. And I'll never forget the moment I dropped you 
uh, into a river, and he laid there at the bottom of the river until I finally realized that, you know, this idiot had dropped his beautiful hardy recorder into a river, and it had been laying there for, I don't know, a minute or two. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, you know, obviously it was not working, but I taped you to the top of the roof and we drove back to the city. I was in the car, you were on the roof and lo and behold, two days later, put batteries in, turned you on and on you turned. You kept recording faithfully and I love you for it. I know there's people that, you know, put their tongues on inanimate objects all around the world. I never did that, but I will gladly admit that I can say that I loved you. The tool that gave me a, a creative voice in a way and gave voice to so many people. I mean, you're beautiful. You're, you know, you're, you're now in the possession of somebody else, hopefully being used to some degree, but you know, what you did for me was beyond words and I love you for it. Now, after you came the Zoom H5, and that was also a truly strong relationship. I mean, it was more streamlined, you know, it fit in the in my back pocket, but we were a good team. I just love how that sleek little beauty fell into my hand and the mics, I mean, the XY stereo configuration of the mics was beautiful. Don't know what type of mics they were really, or, you know, the internal uh, element of it, but they were beautiful. I just loved how it fit into my back pocket. That was the most, my most favorite thing. It just felt, I felt like a photographer friend of mine who says that when he has his camera kind of like in a, in a belt holder, he feels like a lucky Luke, you know, drawing your pistols. So I was ready at any time I was ready to record and traveling around the world. It was inconspicuous. I didn't worry too much about it being stolen as it was very hidden. And it did a wonderful job. And I love you for it. Again, another inanimate object, which has served me so well and has given me so much that I have to put it in the category of love. I don't care. I don't care what you say. Any of you. To hell with you. You know, you can analyze your, your recording equipment and microphones and you know, keep on being sane, then I'll just not be. On uh, to the next one. And that was the Mixpre 6, which is recording right in front of me. Beautiful thing. Uh, sleek and fits well. Even in a jacket, I swear I can make a large uh, pocket in a jacket work for this for this thing. I love it. I need extra batteries, external ones, but... I love it. I've used it to record audiobooks with the Shure SM7B. I've loved that mic as well. Uh, using that right now. Uh, I've used the Rode NT4 stereo mic. Loved that one as well. And that was the mic that kind of opened up, uh, you know, the second base of stereo recordings, I would say. It's beautiful. Rode NTG3, shotgun mic. Not really loved because, you know... I bar well, I'm sure it will be. I've used it 
for a variety of things, uh, mostly just experimenting. What else is there? Yes, and of course, the MKH 8040s, which now are my new love. I can say I love all the equipment I've had. I cherish it, and I've, uh, I have respected it, and I have appreciated it for what it does. And now I just love this one more in a different way. Just, yeah, I think it can do more for me. Let's just be brutally honest. Brutal truth, here you come. I love the Sennheiser's MKH 8040s. Nobody's paying me to say this. I am dumbfounded, dumb, dumb maybe to re be recording this script. This is bonkers, but it's 95% true because I did find myself stroking those tiny little microphones. Hardy as they are, I picked them because they can withstand Icelandic climate and weather, and I think we'll have a wonderful journey together, and I'm excited. But yeah, I felt I found myself kind of stroking them gently, just like, you know, like a little newborn taking care of them. And but of course, I took them outside, you know, got to toughen them up. And so I took them down to the ocean, recording, recorded the, the North Atlantic Ocean, the, the North Atlantic Ocean. And it's a place where my little brother used to go swimming when he was living here. Now he's in Mexico City. Think of the sounds in Mexico City I could record. So. My little brother, Haldor, uh, shout out to you. You're in Mexico City and all that hustle and bustle and cacophony of sounds. Wish I could uh, go there and record uh, under your protective wing, as I would probably be completely paranoid recording with this stuff in Mexico City. But anyway, so here I give you, with no further ado, the North Atlantic Ocean in Altanes, recorded by my new loves, the MKH 8040s. Enjoy. Sorry for, sorry for the long kind of intro to this. I should have just played the recording, but, you know, half joking, but more so being honest and, and true. All my gear, I love you. I will not lick you with my tongue like some crazy people do with inanimate objects, but I will cherish you, keep most of you, use you uh, when the kind of relationship calls for it. And yeah, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, what you've given to me, all of you. Thank you, MKH 8040s. Here we go.
page 40, down by the sea, at mix 3-6, and uh, this is the ocean by Ostanis. <laughs> 